everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to 96.3 FM Ohm Radio. And if you're listening on a streaming platform for listening to Travel Notes, a show where we use music as a medium to explore ways in which we are all connected. On today's show, we're exploring the current political and cultural dynamic in Cuba through the eyes and upcoming album of Grammy-nominated powerhouse duo Elizabeth Rodriguez and Magdalas Savigny, who perform under the name Ocon. Fusing Afro-Cuban roots with jazz, folk, and global rhythms in songs about immigration, resistance, and love, with vocals in Spanish, English, and Spanglish, Ocon's music is dynamic, powerful, and it's such a treat to have them on the show. Welcome, ladies. Hello. Hey, thank, thank you for you having so, us. Thank you yes, so much. Yes, thanks. My pleasure. You guys are all the way. We're doing a remote interview right now. Um, they are located in Toronto, Canada, and I'm down here in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, before we dive into your music, tell me about some of the experiences in Cuba that have influenced your music. Well, Cuba has a very powerful culture and music it's the center of our pretty much existence in Cuba. So we're very honored to be able to um, spread the word, spread the, the music and the culture that we have and influences from all over, you can say, because I'm from Havana, Elizabeth, and Magdalis is from Santiago de Cuba, where it's a little bit more traditional and in Havana, there's a lot of influences from jazz and North American music. But of course, we do have so many genres that were created in Cuba that the world is enjoying right now. And the Latin music um, owes a lot to Cuba and the Cuban music. So of course, we are very pleased and honored to have all those influences in our blood and our education as well. Yeah, and in Cuba, everything uh, gets uh, influenced by the social and the socioeconomic uh, happening as well, the issues that are happening in the country. Those things also affect the art because the arts and music, specifically music in Cuba, um, always reflect uh, the happiness of the people or the sadness of the people, and they reflect it through the music. They use the music as a vehicle to represent what they're feeling uh, every time. And we're both classically trained. Uh, those things, of course, <laughs> at school, they influence you and you cannot escape from that. <laughs> but <laughs> we, what, <laughs> what we do is like we collide both worlds, we mix both worlds uh, in our compositions and they are present every time, you know, with the violin and the treatment of the percussion. And these things, uh, it's very classical, but also using the popular, the folk music from Cuba. Absolutely. You guys do such a great job of, of fusing that, those worlds, the kind of roots and Afro-Cuban rhythms, and then your classical training. It's it's really seamless, and it's not always easy to do. So, um, <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell me about this upcoming album that comes out in two days on November 8th. Okantomi, um, and 
if I'm pronouncing that wrong, please forgive me. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It, it doesn't have the accent at the end, but it is pronounced Okantomi, uh-huh. uh, which means uh, Oshun's heart. And mm. this album, we're going to talk a little bit more about our ancestry, but this album specifically, it is um, a work that we have done for the last, I would say, three years now. Yeah, two, three years. Um, and it is a personal growth work. Uh, we have grown so much as humans, as women. We became mothers in the process of this album as well. So um, you can see it and it reflects the maturity that we have gotten uh, in this past few years. And that's what we wanted to show the world, the things that we have done, we have done and the growth that we have yeah it's uh, very personal overcome. yeah it's a very personal album and it's a gift to ourselves not only to our yeah. audiences that they follow us but to ourselves we're very very happy with the results and we took our time uh like elizabeth was saying like two three years we took our time we participated in every step of the way of the process um and we are so proud and like how far we've come uh, and very happy with the people that we invited as guests for the album and the people involved in the whole process and is the people we wanted we always wanted to work with <laughs> so for us it's it's an accomplishment and that's the gift that's the present we want to give to people once the album comes out mm, I'm so excited I'm really excited to dive into some of the tracks too um Tell me a little bit more about the connection to your ancestry and then um, the maybe significance between behind the Oshun um, connection in the name. Well, uh, we all owe the life to our ancestors. So it is only uh, respectful to um, do a tribute somehow, somewhere. Not everybody has to do it with music, of course. But we should always be grateful to our ancestors because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. Um, and that is something that we are very aware of and we use it in our music because it is also, we, we use that as fuel to create. And our culture is so rich, our family heritage and our Afro-Cuban side, of course, um, is very powerful with the drums and the religion of Santeria. And we're both religious and we're using that uh, music that is within our religion to show it to the world because it's so beautiful and we didn't want it to just keep it there in the ceremonies and because of the education that we got. Mm-hmm. And we both practice the religion of Santeria, which is a religion that comes from West Africa and uh, it has um, several gods and all the gods at the end are represented nature because at the end that's what we're believing in in nature we just gave different names to it mm-hmm. uh and nature and energy and oshun is the goddess of the river uh she also is represented by motherhood fertility mm. and gold money <laughs> success <laughs> and all those things <laughs> that we really want as well. well uh that we already enjoy and yeah. um this album, Okantomi, means Oshun's Heart, which is my religious name. Um, mm. But the first track of the album is for Elegua, which is the god that opens and closes the paths. And that is Magdeli's god. Um, mm. Because everybody kind of like, 
you get picked by one of them. There are several and you get picked depending on your um, personalities and the day you were born and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, it is very intense. Astral projection. Yes. <laughs> yes. Astrological yeah. as well, right? And adivination has, it is within the, the religion as well. So it's very interesting. That is really interesting. Um, and I love the the part. It makes sense, too, that you chose that name and connection, especially you mentioned you both became mothers this year, this past year. Yes. Congra- yeah, two years ago. Two years wow. ago. Just turned two. Congratulations. It goes by so fast. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know how we got here. <laughs> right? Tell me, how has being a mom uh, maybe change the way that you approach your music? Well, there's a sensitivity to it that changed. Um, we are changed. I feel like personally, my music, my focus uh, has changed. I have to now divide myself in many pieces if I want to achieve something and everything mm-hmm. takes longer, mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Um, but you know what? Um, it's totally worth it. Uh, this road of being a mom and, and having a career at the same time, it is challenging. It's not easy. It's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, so far we are surviving. <laughs> We're surviving. Yes. We're and thriving. We're you just And thriving. Exactly. <laughs> and our son is there like every step of the way he was there every step of the way as well. Um, he comes on tour, he comes with, us. On tour with us. Aww. He goes to the studio. Um, he knows when we're recording. Like he knows when we're doing something, and he's there. Uh, he's on the album as well. Like he, his mm-hmm. voice is there uh, to one of the songs that we wrote called "Las Solas Contigo," and um, I mean, it's been a pleasure, honestly, a privilege to have him on board. Like for the first time on an album yeah. with us, and not the last for sure, because he loves music. And we, we share that journey with, with our fans and social media and a lot of women follow us and they see how we take our son on tour, how we go um, to places. He has been in almost 60 airplanes by now and he's yeah. only two years old. Wow. And he has visited many countries and it is challenging. I'm not going to lie, but it is possible. And that's what we want to share with the world that it is possible to continue with your career uh, it will slow down. That's it. But it will continue. If you're consistent, it will continue. And it is a privilege to be a mother and a musician. Mm, that's such a powerful message. And I don't know, that made my morning just hearing that from you guys, because it's not a message you hear often, you know. Um, so that's so inspiring for all, you know, the female musicians out there who want to be moms and, you know, and also continue with their yeah careers. Let's dive. Yeah, we need more. We need more. We more, do more and, mothers. Yeah, more women in the industry. Infrastructure to help us uh, go ahead with it. Like you know, we're not stay home moms anymore. Like every day, more and more women out there are trying to have their careers fulfilled, even though they have kids. So in this case, we have only one. But some people have two, three kids, four. You know, yeah. and they try to keep their careers alive. And sometimes the system, the infrastructure is not created for them to do it. Uh, we've 
we've had into a lot of speed bumps uh, along the way, like not being able to take our son to some places where we're performing, even though he's not there, uh, he's backstage. But, you know, just to have him with us, like when Elizabeth was like uh, giving uh, breastfeeding, she mm -hmm. was breastfeeding and then we could not separate ourselves from the baby um, because of this time and we had some hardships like with venues and all and mm. festivals trying not to have the baby there and it's like oh, look this is a natural thing yes we have to do this and still continue with our career so times are changing yes. fortunately and the more women do it the more things will change amen amen you guys are paving the way thank you as a female yeah. musician from myself like I appreciate that um, it's inspiring and we need like you said the more women who do it the more things will change and yep um, well let's dive into the first track off of the out uh, the album and this is their single it's called La Reina del Norte um, Ooh, oh thank you <laughs> tell me about the instrumentation on this track and a challenge that you guys faced while writing it uh, well, the instrumentation is the our basic band, you know, drums, piano, keyboards with the with the roads and bass, and of course the violin and tons of drumming, like tons of percussion, yeah. because it is inspired in the conga santiaguera, which is a genre that comes from Santiago de Cuba, where Magdalis is from, and. This is a tradition, a tradition of like a carnival, right? So people go out in the streets, they hear the the drums, the percussion coming out, and everybody just comes out and starts walking, dancing down the street until they cannot dance no longer. And, <laughs> um, and we did a mix of our classical training. That's why there's so much violin there, because yeah. as a violinist that came from the hood and trained by a... Russian teacher um, she didn't wanted me to move or while I was playing violin I had to be very strict and now I am just feeling that I as an adult <laughs> I can do whatever I want which is playing violin <laughs> like a very well-trained classical musician but also moving my body like the girl that was born in the hood yes I love that <laughs> so this is so this is a song where we actually cure I cure that um that moment of my relationship with my violin teacher and but it's also a way of sh showcasing that our culture you know like the conga and people going out on the street and the song is very the lyrics are very very happy and talks about life is beautiful you have to laugh you have to enjoy life but this the music per se is in a minor key so it has that mm. bitter sweetness taste that life has because life is not perfect there is a lot of speed bumps and there's always challenges because otherwise you don't get better if you don't face a challenge Amen. um so that is what we're all trying to do it, we don't write the music thinking of all of those things it just happens yeah sure just understand yeah and we understand where it comes from you yeah know? when it's done you're like oh yeah this. <laughs> that's how that happened totally and the way you guys kind of crafted that with um a more melodic or melancholic 
key, but mm-hmm. then the lyrics and the rhythm are more upbeat. Reminds me of how like in the like the blues, you know. Um, exactly. Yeah, that's super cool. Well, let's check it out. This is La Reina del Norte by Okuma. Like song is so much fun (laughs) 
it's so yes it's so dynamic there's like i mean the violin playing epic that synth solo is that a synth i'm not sure yes yeah that was awesome jeremy left better ah does he play with um i just i um eliana cuevas yes yeah i was together they have a duo as well like Oh, wow. Okay, because I've actually interviewed her for the show, and I remember talking to her about the synth, like the piano and everything on that album was amazing, and it was him. Um, Mm -hmm. That's the guy. Okay, that's the guy. His name's Jeremy? Yes, Jeremy Ledbetter. Ledbetter. Wow. Um, Yeah, La Reina del Norte, that song rocks. Um, And... Let's check out the title track of the album, Okatomi. Um, what is this song about? Well, this song is about being an immigrant in this land, of, this cold land of Canada, <laughs> where, um, <laughs> where there is a huge... I, I, I have to call it... It is a strong word, but I have to say it. Uh, there's a huge propaganda that Canada is very welcoming and invites everybody in. Oh, you can come, come to Canada. You can, uh, you are going to be welcome here, which is not completely true Mm -hmm. because the immigration process is extremely harsh and Mm -hmm. excruciating and it can take many, many years and a lot of money as well. Mm -hmm. So it is a song in Spanglish because I wanted them to understand a little bit of a few words here and there. Uh, And it is from a sassy perspective of like, come on, there is space here. Come on. Um, And this concert is empty. Yeah. And sometimes they treat, when I say they, I'm talking about the government kind of thing. I'm Uh not talking about the people. Uh The the Canadian people are very wonderful to us. So I have no problem with the Canadian people. The people are welcome. I'm talking about the the immigration process and the government stuff, right? Right. Um, And it is a little bit excruciating and they sometimes make you feel like you're less of a person of a human and they they're very classist they want people to come here and having degrees and having uh, this high uh, education but then when they get here they cannot work on those jobs that they have they were supposed to have in order to come here mm-hmm. or it takes them really really long time or a lot of money so it is just Kind yeah. of like unveiling the situation. I'm not talking per se about the the these things. It's just as a reference, you know, like, like I use references as the years of snow have made me less afraid to speak up, for example. You know? Especially here, because um, here we can exercise our freedom of speech because when we come from Cuba, Cuba has a dictatorship. So we're not allowed to speak our mind mm-hmm. without getting in trouble. Uh, here in Canada, it's different because, yeah, despite of all those things that Canada has, it has freedom of speech. Here you can uh, say things, speak your mind, even against the government, and you won't get in trouble. So we use this song to showcase that, uh, definitely, and <laughs> try and... And it's just to make yeah. this, this country better. We're just contributing to society exactly. because now we're Canadian citizens and we want to contribute and and just speak the truth 
So, but it, we complaining. We're complaining, but with a good flow and a good groove. So <laughs> it doesn't feel that bad. That's right. Beautiful. Let's check it out. This is Okotomi off of their the title track off of their album coming up on November eighth.
That was the title track, Okatomi, off of um, their album, Okan's album, coming out November 8th, entitled um, Onkatomi. Am I pronouncing it? I'm sorry. I know I asked you already, but I need, might need a refresher. <laughs> uh, How is it? Like, it? It has an accent at the, at the last I, so Okatomi. Oh, Okatomi. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. There you go. Woo. Well, that was also an awesome um, awesome track and just hearing some of the background about what inspired you to write it was really um, powerful and I think speaking to a truth you know that many Mary um, people who immigrate to the Amer- to America also North America also feel the same um, have the similar experience um, mm-hmm. so it's definitely something um, people from all over can relate to both tracks also have YouTube videos um, out there as well so if you want to check out some great um visuals as well and tell me how are you guys feeling about this album coming out wow. it is a little bit nerve-wracking i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure as, an, yeah, as a, a lot of work yeah involved like before an expectation right before the album uh goes out so that's a lot of work like we've been working a lot uh to make the process it's not just like oh i just released this album no there's a lot of there's a campaign behind all that and we have to participate in every single thing right absolutely and how many years have you been working have you guys been working on this yeah three close to three yeah years yeah that's very real there's so much that goes yeah. into it other than just besides the music um and then it goes by in 32 minutes <laughs> <laughs> no and it's but it's out there and it's there forever and it's part of and it's amazing like you've captured your son's voice on it as well you know there's so many um time stamped moments yeah yeah well, um, we hope that people connect to it and that they stream it that they come to our shows when we come down on tour we hope that people follow us and and stay connected to us and write us and say like, oh, I like this. What does, what does this mean? Like, whatever, any questions. We're very open to talk and, and connect with people out there because that's why we are putting music out in the world. Amazing. And I'll ask you again before we hop off about where people can find it, um, follow you guys, all that good stuff. Um, let's dive into this last track no volvi and this is actually on the album it's now has not been released yet um Mm -hmm. and tell and i saw and then some of the notes it's featuring vocalist daime um arosena yes that's correct she is amazing i saw her um back in 2019 at the havana jazz festival Mm -hmm. um and her performance, so, yeah, so dynamic. Um, tell me a little bit about, yeah, some of the musicians on the track and anything else you guys want people to know about this one. This is a community uh, song that we did from the diaspora, the Cuban diaspora in Toronto, because people might not know this, but there's so many Cuban musicians in Toronto. Mm. Um, we're all here. Um, giving back to this culture here and supporting many other projects but this is uh this was the first time where we're getting together many many of us and uh putting a song that is for cuba written from the perspective of a cuban exile 
and writing to our country because it's a painful subject because mm -hmm. our country has been suffering for more than 60 years and we are tired to see our families and our friends and our people suffering so much from the dictatorship but also we need we understand that it is our matter and we are the ones that have to put our hands into it and as musicians a way of doing that it's speaking up with our music and showcasing and telling the world with our art what really goes there and the way we do it there is no other way than in a timba like which is a genre from the 90s that everybody loves and mm -hmm. it came after salsa and we we're very it's a very powerful genre that will make you move even if you don't know how to dance salsa i'm pretty sure people would just like groove with it and um it is a very important subject that yeah. we want the people to really pay attention to it i i know it is our responsibility but it's also important that people stop ignoring what goes on there and what it really happens to the people. Absolutely. Basically, it's, a, it's our responsibility as artists to, again, reflect what's happening there and show and showcase it to the world. Um, you know, not turn a blind eye like a lot of people are doing. Right. Uh, for us, it's, it's different. It's personal. It's, it hurts because our, all of our families are there. And this is the only thing we can do to bring awareness to the fight that has been happening for over 60 years. I don't know, so many families have been separated because of this conflict. Um, and we cannot wait until Cuba uh, becomes free again mm. from the dictators. And the worst part is that the dictators are not uh, some foreign dictator. Uh, it's inflicting pain. Mm. It's our own people, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. the Cuban government, uh, it's placing a lot of hardships towards their own people and that makes it worse. Mm -hmm. So uh, like the chorus yeah. says, we want freedom. We da want la freedom. Libertad. Da la libertad. Exactly. Mm. Libertad means freedom. And you know, it sounds very happy and all that, but that's the way we Cubans do it. Yeah. Mm. I can't wait to listen. This is No Volvi. Duele verte siempre sufriendo, esperando no morir en el intento de verte libre como el viento. Es mi sueño y no se está cumpliendo. Pasan los años y van quedando las pesadas huellas del desarraigo. Lo que quieren todos los y sentirse humano Hold on tight. 
Last chord is so nice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Jazzy. And some of that, um, was that scatting you guys were doing? That was Daimero Sena. Oh, that was Daimé. Of oh. the song. That was Daimé. Before that, we had, I guess, uh, Tony Riveron singing. We had Pabloski Rosales, Marta Elena. Uh, on sax, we had Luis Denis and guitar Hermel Ferrer. Ferrer like so Jorge many Betancourt on piano like Ooh. Miguel de Armas on synth and keyboards mm-hmm. uh, Roberto Rivero on bass like we had amazing musicians like included oh you can tell it's yeah. it's it's awesome this album is gonna be so incredible I feel really lucky to have gotten the chance to to share some of the music off of it and talk with you guys um is there anything you kind of want people to, um, you know, know before they listen or just going into listening? Anything that maybe we haven't yet covered? I think we just want people to uh, connect with us. And if you um, don't know who we are, just try to find out more. And if you like it, just follow us on yeah. Spotify. Follow us, what, what, what are we doing? And if we're coming to your town, because we do a lot of touring as well, uh, we would like to get to know you. And uh, if you connect with any of our songs, please let us know. We really need that feedback from mm. people because if it wasn't 
for the feedback, we can move forward, you know? Like, it's very important to um, to connect with the world. Big time. Definitely. Um, where are you guys, what's your tour look like? When's it start? Our tour looks like right now, we're going to Halifax to perform with the Nova Scotia Symphony Orchestra on November 10th. After yes. that, we're going to Surrey in Vancouver. Then we have a show in Toronto, in Montreal, in um, Ottawa and Kingston. And wow. those are shows that are all on sale on our, uh, on our website, okanmusica.com. Uh-huh. Uh, Amazing. And you can find out if we're coming and we're preparing a lot of things for next year. Next year, we're coming to Philly, to Philadelphia in January Ooh. Ooh. and New York. Yes, we have things coming up for January already. New York. February, we're going to California. We have Cal performances. So, yes, there's a lot of things happening for Oklahoma. San Francisco. Yeah, we'll be there. Like, can't wait. Nice. LA. Let's All right. See if this gets us a, a, a gig in South Carolina. It would be nice. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I am going to start sharing this. Yes, 100%. <laughs> especially, so, yeah, early early 2024. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um Definitely. Well, ladies, thank you so much again for coming on the show. Um, your music's incredible. Thank you I for hope. Having yes, my pleasure. Um, I also want to give a huge shout out to Dan Rosenberg who connected us, and he also hosts Cafe International, which is. Um, airs on ohm radio every sunday at 9 a.m fantastic human fantastic journalist award-winning um toronto-based music producer and um yeah so thank you all for tuning in to ohm radio 96.3 fm if that's where you're listening and also to travel notes um you can find more about what we do here at travel notes on social media as travel notes underscore podcast and on my website grace mcnally music under the travel notes tab and as always don't get too comfy because our next trip is just around the corner (laughs) 